Hello and welcome to The Spill Sesh episode 48. It is me, your host, Sejal, with you today on whatever day this is. Hopefully it's a Monday when you're listening to this. And if you didn't know, my podcast comes out every single Monday, weekly episodes, either solo episodes by moi, or I usually have a guest on to talk about many different things from entrepreneurship to storytelling to just anything under the sun. So if you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to follow my account on Instagram at The Spill Sesh with Sage, where you can interact with me and before I post episodes and just stay up to date with everything. So let's just get straight into the episode and I hope you enjoy this one. How has your week been? Mine has been terrible. <laughs> no, but seriously, I have been so unwell this week. Long story, but I have been really, really suffering and I'm just starting to feel better. My antibiotics are kicking in. Don't worry, sis is much better now, but I was really, really suffering. And in fact, today I'm still in so much pain, but it's a different kind of pain because I worked out yesterday and... I cannot walk and I'm just having headaches and I don't know what's wrong with me. I literally slept in the day for like six hours. I don't know what's wrong with me. I woke up today at 10.30. I, no, 10.30 or 11. And then I had my breakfast, chilled in bed and went back to sleep till 2. Had lunch, chilled in bed and then went back to sleep. Like, it's crazy. I didn't even realize how exhausted I was until I experienced today. So I think that's just very telling that I have been working very hard and I need a break desperately. But but that is another story for another time. In today's episode, I really want to focus on a certain story that happened in my life that I was really debating whether or not I should talk about on the podcast because, you know, I've talked about my dating life and whatever on my podcast and it, well, it kind of backfired in some ways so but i think this story is pretty important and i think i'm finally in a place where i'm able to talk about it with being a little bit emotionally detached from it and because the lessons i learned from this story are so important and it's very very hard to apply these lessons when you're in a situation like this and i have dealt with so much loneliness with regards to this that I just want to make sure that no one else does this as well. And I just want to talk about my experience because I know, you know, this kind of thing happens to a lot of people and it really, really sucks. And that's heartbreak. And I think heartbreak in this day and age is very romanticized in some way um, by films and TV shows and whatever not okay and to be very honest this is the first time i feel like i'm really experiencing something like this not the first time i'm experiencing heartbreak but the first time i'm experiencing this and i don't even know how to define what this is but i basically met someone sometime last year and it was a rocky road and um he oh my god why is it so hard (laughs) okay long story short i don't want to get into the details of it but because i want to keep that part private i want to keep that part for myself but um i do want to talk about the repercussions and what i've been through post whatever happened so yeah i met someone and instantly there was this connection that i felt that was just undescribable 
It was fun, it was banter, it was real, and it was genuine. Conversations we had were so meaningful and also so stupid. <laughs> um, we could talk about our past, our present, for hours. And then we could also talk about our days and our dogs and how cute they are. And we could talk about the rough times in our life where we felt like we had no one. And we could also talk about the amazing times in our life where we're so grateful to have each other. We started out as friends and, you know, I think we built a solid friendship first, which is what made this connection so real. And I knew when I met him that he was not the right person for me in certain ways. But in certain ways, in other ways, he was everything I wanted. And I fell hard. But it didn't, I didn't fall immediately like I usually do. I took my time. I dated other people to try and forget about him. I dated, you know, people that seemed perfect on paper. But after those ended too, I just came back to him, this original person. Because something was drawing me to him. Something in me was like, I need to give this a shot for myself. You see, the problem was because of certain reasons he was not right for me. These reasons were very, very loud in my family and friend's head. And for for definite like, I mean, granted, those reasons were definitely real and important. But because of that, I was in a relationship which no one approved of. And I cannot tell you how lonely that feels. When you feel like you have no one to support you. When you feel like everyone is judging you, talking behind your back. And I think even more so, feeling that people are disappointed in you. And you're losing people left and right just because you fell in love with someone. It is the worst feeling in the world. And no one should have to go through that. But I did. And the loneliness I felt for like eight months has really brought me to a point where I honestly refuse to talk about my dating life to anyone now because I'm so scared that this will happen again. But I learned a lot from it. And, you know, this love was reckless it was like in the movies it really was he drew a portrait of me <laughs> for my birthday and i i don't know he was good but just not good for me and you know what sucks is with this judgment it doesn't only affect me it affects him too can you imagine being with someone knowing that their entire friend group and family all don't like you for things that are valid but can you imagine the amount of pain i must have caused him knowing that i couldn't date him for months because everyone else around me and myself included was wary just imagine being that person on the other side like i wish I could take that back and I wish I could take back the pain I caused him because he didn't deserve that you know the way he treated me and the way he loved me was 
indescribable and I wish I could take that back but I can't and I know now to never put anyone through that again to never let anyone feel like they're less than to never let anyone feel like they're not good enough for me because that's not true I'm a mess myself I have so many flaws and I have so many things and so many secrets and closets that no one wants to see it's messy it's ugly it's horrendous but I let him see it and he accepted me fully and supported me fully but things just didn't work out between us and again for valid reasons you know but it just sucks when you find someone that you connect with and it just doesn't work out so that's what i mean by this is the first time i'm going through something like this where like it's so weird because ah oh, it's it's a weird weird thing that i'm going through is it heartbreak is it missing someone is it trying to get over someone i don't even know is it a breakup like i am confused myself constantly but you know what um there are certain things that i learned from this and i want to talk about it and that is the first thing that if you are doing something that you need to hide from your friends you probably shouldn't be doing it now this is something that i found myself doing a lot whenever you know things would happen between us and whenever like exciting things progressed between us i had no one to tell um because i was hiding so much of that relationship from everyone my friends included and i wasn't telling anyone when i was going to meet him or whatever i just was doing all of this on my own because i felt guilty and because i knew that my friends would be upset at me but the thing is even though that's a horrible feeling to have it's a feeling you need to remember because if your friends will be upset with you at something it's probably for the right reason if you remember we talked about it in uh, my episode with Katrina where we talked about Washington and i mentioned that there as well as alluding to the fact that you should never feel like you have to hide from your friends now granted that doesn't mean you have to please everyone in your life no i'm not saying that but if you're constantly feeling guilty for doing something or being with someone that person is probably not right for you and you know what he may be right in every other way but certain things if your values and your morals don't align then and if your lifestyles don't align then maybe you know it sucks but this just isn't your future and realizing this is oh, oh god it's such a sinking feeling and also I've had to be the one to end it and I've talked about this as well in my Valentine's Day episode walking away from someone you loved. I've had to do this so many times and you know what it makes me get painted as a bad guy every time. But I think because I just know that I want to get my future in my own hands but maybe also I'm scared maybe there maybe there are other things but I just know that I I need to take control of my future and I know a certain future that I want 
And I, if I'm not working towards that, then what am I doing? And if that, if you have those thoughts when you're with someone, if you even have an inkling of doubt, the best advice I can give you is to always listen to your gut. Your gut is never wrong. And I mean this, like, there have been so many times in different relationships and different dating scenarios where there has been like this small little voice in my head that's like, you know, something just doesn't feel right. Or what if this? What if that? Will he be able to do this? Will he be able to do that? Listen to it. If that voice is eating at you for a long time, listen to it. Don't ever ignore that small voice in your head because trust me, it's going to get louder and louder and you're not going to be able to sleep, literally. So what happens now then when you realize that or when something happens, obviously, and you get into a very big fight and you're like, this is not the person I want to be with. What happens then? The art of walking away is something that is not talked about enough because a lot of people, when they talk about heartbreak, when they talk about moving on, they always talk about it from the perspective of someone breaking up with them and that's someone being the bad guy. And that person that is being broken up with, who's talking about it on TikTok or whatever, being the victim in all of this. But you know what? That's not always the case. Sometimes the person that had to break up with the someone, maybe that was the victim in this case. I don't know. But it's never seen that way, you see? Because no one talks about it from that side of the story, that side of the book. Having to literally make a decision to be like, you know what? I love you so much and I know you're going to hate me and I know you're going to think that I never loved you in the first place and I know you're going to say really mean things to me but I have to leave you. That is one of the strongest things you can ever do. And the pain that comes after it, oh my God. Unbearable. But um, you know what? Sometimes you really have to put yourself first. Actually, not sometimes, all the time. And I wish I could give you proper relationship advice, but truthfully, I can't because I don't have much from being in a healthy one. But um, from this, at least, this was probably one of the happiest. Like, being with him made me the happiest I've ever been, but also the most lonely I've ever been. I had never, sli- like, I've never smiled and I've never laughed with someone so much. But I did with him. And I've also never cried so much, but I did with him. So, you know, give and take, am I right? (laughs) Another thing I realized was the person that I date ends up being my best friend, which is a great thing, you know, to have a solid friendship with the person that you date is always a good thing. But it becomes a problem when that person is your only friend. And this is something that I've realized happened all the time. When I date someone or when I'm with someone, all I want to do is tell them about my day. Like, tell only this person about my day. I start to just distance myself from all my friends and pour all my time and energy into this one person. And I think that's also because I'm an extremist in the sense that when I, like, when I have something that I'm that I want to do or something like I will pour my entire soul I'm very bad at balance which is something I want to talk about next week episodes balance but I'm very bad at that like I'm all 110% in one area of life but I can't spread my time and energy with everyone else 
So realizing that he was my best friend and my only friend was a little bit worrying because I was thinking to myself, if let's say I don't have him in my life one day and little did I know that was going to be true, then what? What am I going to do after that? How am I, like, will my friends even want me? Like, you know, I don't want to be that girl that only comes to her friends after a breakup. Like, that's not the person I am. I know it's just that my, the way I work and the way I love is just so deep that i have difficulty in spreading that with so many people as although i try so hard and when it ended that is when i was like oh shit this is the time i really need to connect with my friends and have a really solid group around me and i did i really really did i relied on my friends and they were there for me with open arms and i have never been closer to some of them because I am just spending all my energy with my friends and family. And with them, it's like, it's easy. You know, I don't have to pour my whole heart and soul into it because I know that they're there for me no matter what. Not that I take that for granted, don't get me wrong, but I am so lucky to have these people in my life that now I can cherish them even more without having to think, oh man, my, my boyfriend will feel this or oh man, like I should be spending time with my boyfriend. And you know, initially it was like that. I remember... The first few Saturdays alone, I had the whole day I had alone. And I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. To be able to sit alone with your thoughts and spend time with yourself is very, very scary. Let me just tell you that. But, um, and especially when you have these hours and day that like, oh, we could have been on a date. We could have been eating ice cream. We could have been watching a movie. We could have been having dinner together. And we're not. It's just it's heartbreaking but that is the pain that you have to sit through to be able to come out on the other side and it's now been what officially maybe like two months since things ended and i am nowhere near over him but i am really spending time with myself and my friends and that makes me really happy like for example yesterday I texted my friend on friday and i was like hey you know what i know you're going through a rough time let's meet up for lunch and I'm not trying to paint myself as a saint here. Please don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to show you something. And I was like, I really want to spend time with you. And let's just go out, you and me. And we did. We grabbed lunch. We went shopping. We grabbed Froyo. And it was such an amazing day. And I spent the whole day with her. And that was... It just took me back to a time where I was like, I haven't had a girl stay in so long. Because I realized I've been dating for so long. This is the first time in a very very long time that i am completely single like i don't have anyone i'm talking to i don't have a guy on my mind except him i don't have an inkling to date anyone i think that's the biggest change i've had also now i did download tinder a while ago but that is just literally ridiculous because oh my god you should hear the stories it's so stupid like i'm literally not talking to anyone because everyone there is just very boring <laughs> for lack of a better word and like just i don't know no one piques my interest and i think it's just because i pique my own interest and i am very interesting by myself and i don't need anyone you know to talk to and i don't need anyone to constantly text me anymore and that feels so nice so i'm 23 2024 and for the first time i'm fully single in my 20s and it's it's interesting it's really interesting and I am I enjoying it I yeah I guess so but do I miss him of course 
So it's a, it's a weird feeling. I'm enjoying this time I have by myself because I'm really learning a lot about myself. But then also, I keep thinking back to the happy memories. But also, you when you so an advice I have is like when you keep thinking of the happy memories, you have to remember the sad ones, and the bad ones too, because those are the reasons that you ended things with someone, and you have to remember them when you're going through something like this, and you have to be strong. One thing I will say that has really really helped is cutting off all communication. Now let me tell you, this is not easy. In my case, you know, I deleted the number, I blocked the number, this and that. But somehow, for like a month or a month and a half, I would still, both of us, we would literally still find some way or the other to contact each other. Both of us. I literally memorized his number and I would try different combinations until it worked and it did. And I was like, oh shit. Like, that's how bad it was. But recently, um, a couple of weeks ago, I have properly cut contact with him, which was so hard. Having to delete his number, him deleting my number, blocking him on everything, and him telling me that he's probably going to change his number soon, which means I really, really have no way to contact him. He doesn't have any social media as well, so I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where he is. I don't know what's happening in his life. Like, I really have no clue. There is no best friend to stalk. There is nothing. Like, this is a very, very different kind of breakup where I actually have no idea what's going on in his life. And half the time I'm thinking, does he miss me as much as I miss him? Does he think of me as much as I think of him? Or has he already moved on? Is he happy? Has Is he happy that I left? <laughs> is he wondering now, like, oh my god, this girl was a lot and I'm so much happier now or is he missing me every day like I'm missing him I don't know um and the truth is I will never know and maybe that's for the best it takes 21 days to form a habit and it's been 21 days and I can attest to it that it's true what I used to do was I used to put a habit tracker no contact with him and I would always break it like two or three days in and I'll be like oh my god I can't I can't just push through it really really push through it because now it's been three weeks four weeks i don't know and there's been no contact like truly and it's been good for me because you really it's so important to just erase that person out of your life even though it's hard you have to do what you have to do i know different people have different coping mechanisms some people can stay best friends after that then great but for me we tried and it just didn't work because there were too many feelings involved and we'd always end up fighting even as friends and i'm like i I can't do this because i love him so much so yeah just cut him cut him out or cut her out if you're listening and if you're going through something similar whether it's a friendship whether it's a relationship and you need to end it or you need to get over someone cutting them out is the easiest way to do it it's the hardest thing to do but it's the best way to deal with something like this Another thing that I realized was my unhealthy coping mechanisms when dealing with things like this, which I think I've talked about or touched on on different um, episodes back in the day. But my take on dating was very, very different then than it is now because I think now I just, I genuinely don't want to date anyone. Like, I am not interested in. And it's not because I'm, I don't even know what it is. I think it's just that I am very happy with where I am in my career and where I am in life with my friends that I just... I'm not looking 
for something. The thought of even being with someone is like making me nervous, and the thought of having to open up with some to be um to someone again and potentially have him take over my whole life. I just I can't. So anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, my unhealthy coping mechanism was work, which I'm gonna touch on in next week episode. So stay tuned for that. But I guess this is kind of like a three part series of like. Welcome to my life. But um, anyway, <laughs> I pour myself into work like no other. And today I really, really felt the repercussions of that. The exhaustion was unreal today. Like I told you, I've been sleeping all day. And it's because when I pour myself into work, I am so distracted. Like I don't check my phone. I don't check social media, nothing. I'm just doing work. And that makes me so happy. Work is the thing that makes me like the happiest you know, that's where I get my validation from when it's not men, which is very weird. But um, since I don't have a man to validate me, now I have my work. But you know what? It's a better thing, but it also is not the best. Because ultimately, the validation that you need to get is from yourself. And I'm working on that. I think I really am. I'm finding other outlets like exercising, my food, my friends, and my family. And that is also bringing me a lot of happiness. And I'm trying my best to find balance with spreading out where I, what my sources of happiness are. And right now it's work. It's pretty much mostly work. But um, I have to try and balance that. So that's something that, you know, if you are, maybe you are subconsciously doing and you don't even realize is pouring yourself into something to distract yourself from something else. Even though if it may seem healthy, you know, at least you're not pouring yourself into alcohol or smoking or whatever it is your that your vice is. Because trust me, I mean, we've all been there. Like for me, you know, drinking, whatever. But it could be something that you think is exercising. For example, overdoing it at a gym, overdoing it at work. And you may be like, oh, but it's a good thing. But actually it isn't because honestly, too much of anything is not good. So just take a moment, check in with yourself. How are you coping with something right now? Is it healthy? Does it seem healthy? Because the thing that you're coping with is a good thing is not exactly a vice. Just check in and just really, really, you know, think about it. One thing that I also want to touch on... Ow, <laughs> I just hit myself. <laughs> anyway, one thing I also want to touch on is people-pleasing. Now, I talked about how when you're with someone that no one likes or when you're dating someone that no one in your life approves of, you have to really think about whether this person is right for you now in certain cases they are in certain cases people are just gonna have to suck it up and you're just gonna not have to care about what other people think and that's what i did i had to come to a realization point where i was like you know what i don't care what other people think and i know i want to be with this person so i'm gonna give it a shot and i'm gonna give it all i had and that took me like six months to get to and i did and let me just tell you when i did it was one of the most liberating feelings I felt. So my situation may not apply to everyone in the sense that when you're dating someone that no one likes or that no one is approving of, that is the wrong person for you. Of course not. You know, sometimes it is the right person and sometimes you just have this romantic story of two stars colliding or whatever, two worlds colliding. But unfortunately, it isn't the case in most times, in most stories. So one tip that I will have is that you need to do make decisions for yourself and not for the other people around you. In the beginning, when I tried to forget about him, not, not now, like last year or whatever, 
and I tried to cut contact and whatever, it was because I was doing it for the other people around me so that they would love me again, so that they would make me happy. Uh, sorry, so that I would make them happy. And I wasn't doing it for myself. This time I was, and that was the difference. Because I had been in it, I'd given it my all, and it didn't work. So now I know that this person was not right for me, not because everyone else said so, but because I felt it. And I'm not saying that everyone else was right. They weren't, because he was an amazing guy. He is an amazing guy. It's just I realized that our lifestyles are very, very different, and I don't want to be a part of that lifestyle. And I don't, and I know my future is not that. So, one thing that I will say is that you have to keep in mind who you are doing this for. If it's for other people, don't do it. Really, really. Let's say you're leaving someone for someone else. Don't, 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 to make someone else happy. No. Do it for yourself. If you're getting together with someone to make someone else happy, don't do it for yourself. That is the biggest thing I've learned. And I guess now, because I've had so much experience in dating that I just, I'm like, I know exactly what I want. And I think the great thing about what I experienced in this ex- like relationship was at least experiencing a really nice romantic kind of love. Which I've always, always wanted. And like he drew me. I <laughs> So sweet. And I've just never experienced that. And I think that was very amazing. So I cherish that every day. And I guess it comes to the question, now what? Where am I now? Now I'm stuck with the memories. I know I don't regret my decision. And I know it was the right thing to do. And I know that for both of our futures, it was the right thing to do. I know I wasn't right. I keep talking about how he wasn't right for me, but I know I wasn't right for him either. And I acknowledge that. And I know I caused him a lot of pain as well. And I acknowledge that too. And if he's listening, which I really, really don't think he is. But I am so sorry. And I miss you every day. I do. And I hope you're happy. Well, now I guess it's trying to forget slowly i think when you have these happy memories coming you just have to let them be just let the wave hit let the pain hit and let the happiness hit all at once and it'll pass you know every wave has to come crashing down at the end and you just have to sit through it the biggest thing i will also say and i've said this in many 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 episodes are two words time heals this is something that I have known for a very long time almost to the point where I'm just like when I'm going through something I'm like okay time will heal it why can't I just fast forward to the end where I'm happy unfortunately life doesn't work like that and um, you have to sit through the pain yes you can distract yourself you know but what we talked about like unhealthy coping mechanisms you don't want to do that either we have to sit through the pain we have to sit through the loss and we have to sit through the heartbreak because that is the only way you're going to get past it. Get through a tunnel is to get out of at the other side of it. There's another quote I really want to share. It's actually what my therapist gave me. And this is something that really, really changed my life. And it just, I don't know. You know, sometimes you just think of something and you're like, holy shit. This is a quote that he shared with me in my last therapy session, which was actually quite a while ago. But 
it's time to forgo an immediate lesser pleasure for future greater pleasure. So, yeah. Sometimes, whether it's food, whether it's love, whatever, you have to let go of that because you know, when you know inside that the future has something else in store for you, how are you going to experience that pleasure if you're going to hold on to the small current pleasure now that you are hanging on to? You're never going to get the chance to know what the future holds if you don't even give it a chance. So that's my advice for you. I have really, really, really taken this in, this advice in. And I have literally wrote this in my notebook, in my diary, whatever it is. And I'm really, really trying to live by it every day. Whether it's these idiots that are on Tinder. Oh my god, I know I Tinder is so bad. Like I literally didn't even download any other app. I just, it's all for the laughs. And I don't plan on going on a date anytime soon. If someone comes along, great, okay, whatever. But if not, you know what, I'm actually fine. And I think that's the most exciting part about being single is when you're actually content with it. Not because society is telling you to be single, not because your friends are telling you to be single, just because like, you're like, you know what? Actually, I don't want to say that I'm single, just like, whatever, I'm just doing me. I don't want to put too much pressure on it. Like, I am just doing me. I am thriving in my career. I am loving what I do every day. I love my friends and family. And I love this podcast. I love it so much and I love doing this every week although it takes up a lot of my time and I'm tired but I love it. It brings me joy and I have these things going for me in my life. So why look back in the past when I can continue hustling and get into the future? So those are my two cents. I don't think it was a very long episode but um, I think I've been wanting to talk about this for a while and... It's very hard to be with the wrong person at the right time or the right person at the wrong time, whoever it is. I've had both, actually. Maybe the right person at the wrong time. I'll tell that story another time. But um, that one was, oh, that was sad. <laughs> but this one was really, it sucked. But um, I'm doing okay. And I, I think now the pain is a lot less. When I miss him, and I think about things and I look at photos. I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. Cherish that. At least remember him in a good light. Not the sad and the bad things. And one day, if it was meant to be, I'm going to bump into him again at some point, I hope. And at least just we'll be in both different points of our lives. And, you know, from there, then I guess we'll see. And the thought of him being with someone else is obviously killing me. So I'm not even going to like fathom that but um you know it's inevitable and i just hope that whoever's listening to this if you're going through the same thing i hope you're okay please reach out to me in the dms i would love to have a conversation about it with you because i could use a friend too that is going through this and just don't lie to your friends really really don't lie to your friends um because they know what's best for you if they're your good friends and i trust that you have good people in your life and if you feel like you're hiding something from them and if you feel like you have to, that's probably a bad sign already. You know, you really shouldn't have to do that. You should be able to just tell everyone in your life how much you love this person without being scared of judgment. And actually, also it's on them. Your friends and family do not judge you so much. It's not completely your fault. You should know that. You know, they should also set aside their expectations and judgment and just trust that you will get through it on your own. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit of a heavy one. A little bit of a... I haven't done an episode like this in a while. 
just because every single dating episode backfires on me don't ask but um yeah i think this is one of the most raw i've done in a very long time and i hope you've gotten something out of it you've learned something from it and i also hope you have a wonderful week ahead happy monday i will see you all in my next episode again follow this will sesh with sage on instagram for more content dm me who you want to see on the podcast next i have a few guest ideas and also may 11th is the first episode i ever released last year which means it's my first one year anniversary coming up soon for the spill session with sage so please leave me some ideas if you have any ideas of how i should celebrate it let me know and i'll talk to you very soon i'm sending you so much love if you're going through this and you'll come out stronger i know you will bye